What's up guys? Thanks for coming back to Lockdown Universe. Just wanted to let you guys know that Anchor now is allowing you to become part of the Lockdown Universe experience by uh, part becoming part of the subscription. We're only charging $1.99 currently and we want you to be part of the experience. We're going to offer unheard of whistleblower testimony as well as government insider information as well as folks who have undergone hypnotic regression and told us their story so please tune into that if you are interested for deeper cuts and deeper information please consider being part of the subscription it's only a dollar 99 and it's definitely worth it so join in let's get to the show What up, what up, what up? Welcome back to Lockdown Universe, home of the bizarre, peculiar, and unheard of stories of UFO, legend, and lore. Welcome back, welcome back. Happy to be back. Hopefully you guys are doing well and taking care of yourselves. So today I wanted to talk about uh, the jinn, who are have always been kind of an interesting uh, myth to me. I didn't really know a lot about them, and I wanted to learn more. So I looked through a few different articles trying to find some more information and uh, I came across a good Vice article. Uh, I'm going to pull it up here. But my knowledge of the djinn was basically derived from uh, Disney's Aladdin, which obviously isn't going to be the best source of uh, technical news. Uh, but that, that was my uh, understanding, Robin Williams' version of the of genie. And then... Um, and then some other characters in other television shows like uh, Jin, who was in uh, Stargate Universe. Uh, it was a character who uh, was kind of ghostly, was a uh, comeback from the dead, and so took on different characteristics. So I wanted to review that and kind of see if the true stories of Jin actually relate to uh, these stories that we see on television. So... I pulled up an article on Vice. The title is, What are Jinn, the Arab spirits who can eat, sleep, have sex, and die? I didn't know they could have sex. I didn't know they could die. I didn't know they could eat or sleep. I thought they were kind of spiritual. But apparently there's more to them than meets the eye. So, in this article, um, they state that uh, the Jinn are shape-shifting spirits made of fire and air with their origins in pre-Islamic... Uh, in pre-Islamic... Uh, Arabia. Okay, so they are the inspiration for Aladdin's genie, uh, but they have held space in Arab culture for a long, long time, uh, almost as long as the Arab culture has been around. So, um, actually, if you got to see this really great show, I mean, I, I didn't get to see all of it, but I saw a few seasons. Uh, it's called American Gods. There's actually a character named Jin in there, and he plays uh, this this Jin mythology. Uh, and he plays it fascinatingly. I mean, it's just really, really cool. He, um, I think he starts off as like a cook, and then he becomes this djinn who has like fire in his eyes. So the fact that they're talking about the spirit being made of fire and air actually holds water. Um, so if we go to the mythology, um, and we talk about people who actually know about djinn in the culture, they state that they are neither inherently good nor bad, uh, the jinn are amorphous entities able to take the shape of humans and animals alike. Now that I didn't know either. So that's fascinating. I know that they take, actually, well, in Aladdin, he took the shape of all kinds of different uh, animals and humans, creatures, things like that. So that was cool. Um, 
they play a role in society too. Um, the jinn have served as a source of inspiration for um, Arab poets. Um, they uh, play a, a huge role in uh, their history as well. Um, Islamic scholars always refer back to them, and believers of jinn have come to discern a few things about these spirits. Um, some pagan Arabs worshipped jinn long before Islam was introduced in the 7th century. So they believed that they were spirits and masters of certain crafts and elements of nature who had the power to turn plots of land fertile. The jinn are believed to both interact with humans in our reality and lead their own lives in a separate realm. So it sounds like they're interdimensional beings to me, which is cool. So they say as spiritual entities, the jinn are considered dual dimensional and they have the ability to live and operate and both and manifest uh, in invisible domains. So this is really interesting to me because I come across a lot of stories that talk about um, multidimensional entities. Uh, there's an FBI document that talks about it, although I don't believe it was written by the FBI. It's in their archives, but it talks about uh, these interdimensional beings and other documents have talked about um, beings that can come in and out of the ethereal at will. Um, so they're able to do it as they see fit and, um, you know, have an impact in both realms as well. So, you know, it, that, that's what's really hard for a lot of us to try to put our minds around is the fact that there could be multiple uh, universes or parallel dimensions that an entity can exist in at the same time or flip-flop back and forth. But if we think about quantum mechanics and quantum physics, which a lot of us still are trying to grab, grab you know, wrap our minds around and grasp, um, you can think about the fact that we don't know everything about the universe. There's there's uh, this double slit experiment where, um, you know, the atom, the electrons that they were shooting through interacted as both uh, solid dots and as waves, um, basically in a superposition. So they are actually in multiple dimensions or multiple you know, parallel universes at the same time. It's kind of like Schrodinger's cat, you know, once, as long as the cat's in the box, it can be alive or dead. Once you open the box, you have the, uh, you have your answer, but it's in superposition as long as the box is closed. I don't know if you guys have come across that experiment, but it's interesting too. Uh, it plays a lot of part in the duality of dimensions. But going back to, uh, the Jin's influence, um, across the world. They've influenced poets. Um, they've influenced uh, a lot of supernatural events as well. Uh, so if we go further along in the article, um, they talked about the fact that they are al-gaib or unseen. So they can be invis invisible entities with abstract definitions as well. The belief in them manifests differently between communities and individuals. So, for instance, there's some Islamic scholars that agree that jinn are capable of possession, actually possessing someone while others do not. And uh, in both the past and present stories of those possessed by the jinn are not hard to find. So what's interesting is, you know, when we think about like exorcisms and things like that, we think about, you know, American culture or, or British culture, when we don't think a lot about... Um, Arabic culture or Indian culture or, you know, Midwest, uh, Mid Middle East, um, 
cultures, really, you know, but this is, this is going on everywhere. So exorcism in, uh, in uh, Arabic countries can involve reciting the Quran uh, over a person or more rarely physically beating the jinn out of them, which is interesting, but there's a lot of violence that can, that can occur during these, uh, these events. So um, sometimes they perform circles that are thought to be possessed by the jinn. Uh, people who partake in the latter believe that Pain is not felt by the person who the genie occupies, but the genie themselves. So, you know, that's something that, you know, we have to think about too in, in exorcism is like, you know, how much pain are we causing the actual person that the body, the spirit is inhabiting versus the actual spirit. So um, that, that's always something I've, you know, always been concerned about as well. Um, but obviously these spirits need to be defeated. Um, so, uh the Arabs of pre-Islam invented a whole set of exorcisms, actually, and procedures to protect themselves from evil actions of the jinn on their bodies and minds, such as the use of beads, incense, bones, salt, and charms written in Arabic, Hebrew, and Syriac. And uh, hanging around their necks could be dead animals' teeth, such as fox or a cat, to frighten the jinn and keep them away. Um, in Arabic, the word manjnun uh, means possessed, mad, or insane, and it literally means to be possessed by a genie. So, it's this is like super fascinating to me because, you know, at least in Western culture, all we really believe in is like the last hundred years, right? It's like we've thrown out all of the wives' tales, the the historical knowledge of how to handle certain supernatural events that's been handed down from our forefathers and foremothers. And we really just have straight up ignored it. But we really need to pay attention to the history that we have from our, our elders and from our uh, um, ancestors and start to do some research on it because there's volumes of knowledge there and it's just not being handed down. Uh, you know, in this day and age of social media, in this day and age of just like gimme, gimme, gimme information, we're not getting a lot of these specific rites and rituals that used to be utilized for spiritual connection, for spiritual protection, um, and then um, in exorcism and, and, and uh, uh, I guess, events of the like. So, in stories of possessions, the jinn are remarkably... Uh, are remarkable in their propensity towards neither good nor evil. So they, they seem to be neutral. So that's kind of interesting to me. Um, in Christianity, they talk about demons and evil spirits appearing as entities and carrying out Satan's malefic mal maleficent wishes. <laughs> um, but neutral spirits like the jinn have no place in Christianity. Um, so they seem to be more in Arabic worlds and in, is in Islam as well. Um, so... It's like it's almost like well, okay, if they're neither good nor bad, what is their true purpose, right? Um, if they can eat, if they can have sex, if they can sleep, you know, what is their purpose? Are they learning, just like we are, you know, kind of stumbling over ourselves trying to figure things out, or are they on a mission? You know, that's the, that's my question. I guess I'm hoping trying to, to find the answer, um, but you know, it goes along, you know, this. Aladdin-like journey, right? Where did where did the story of Aladdin come from? How did a a jinn or genie end up in a gold um, lamp, magic lamp, if you will? 
So that's what I'm trying to find out. I haven't come across it yet. I'm trying to learn some more information. Um, there's a lot of poetry in here. There's a lot of uh, poets who have utilized Jin as their source of inspiration. Um, according to uh, one uh, L. Zine, uh, he states, The ability or desire to have sex isn't all Jin have in common with humans. They eat, drink, sleep, procreate, and die. She says, and, they're, and though their mortal lives can extend thousands of years, um, and yet while we can relate to these spirits on many levels, the consensus remains that we cannot fully comprehend the jinn, though we can try. So it just leaves me with more questions and answers, unfortunately, and probably for you as well at the same time as to what the jinn really are. I mean, if you go onto like Wikipedia, I mean, there's tons of information, but it's really, it, it doesn't give us the whole scope of what a jinn could be. I want to know what their purpose is, you know? Um, if we go on Wikipedia, it states like humans, they are create created with uh, fitra. They are near neither born as believers nor unbelievers. Um, their attitude depends on whether they accept God's guidance. Since jinn are neither innately evil nor innately good, Islam acknowledges spirits from other religions and was able to adapt spirits from other religions during its expansion. Jinn are not strictly Islamic. Uh, they are represented in several pagan beliefs as well. So, you know, what what is their goal? Are they... I, in my mind, what I'm reading into this is, is that these entities could be uh, from another dimension. They are learning. They are like us. They are similar. They may have different powers, but that doesn't mean that they're better or worse than we are. It just means that they are in a different dimension, right? With different capabilities. If we were in the fourth dimension, we might be able to create thought, create uh, uh, actual uh, objects with thought or uh, events with thought as opposed to having to physically do them. Um, in the fourth dimension, you have different capabilities. You have the ability to, to uh, become telepathic and um, have other um, quote-unquote, you know, supernatural capabilities. So, just because they have different abilities doesn't mean they're necessarily better or worse, um, nor does that mean that they're inherently evil or bad. So, or, or good, I should say. So what do you think about the jinn? Do you think that they are um, like us? Do you think that they are just kind of like humans living out their own existence on another planet? Do you think that they are dimension? Do you think that they're here to help us? Do you think that they can be captured into a magic lamp and utilized at any t any point in any time. Now, one last question I'll leave you with, and uh, this is part of Jin lore, right? Is that they can grant wishes uh, at times. If you were a Jin, now this is this is actually coming from another article I had read earlier in the evening uh, tonight. There was a Jin in the 1700s that gave his own power to a human and he said you can create anything you want but you can't keep it in your possession you have to give it away it has to be given to someone what would you create and what would you give away would you create love would you create an object homes houses for people food 
uh, water? <clears throat> would you create peace? Um, you know, what would you create and why? And that's what I want to know tonight. So if you can share that in the comments section, if you want to go to TikTok and check out Lockdown Universe 24-7, check out the TikTok there. Um, if you want to learn more about um, other other topics, feel free to take a look in my other podcasts. Um, but yeah, check out TikTok. I have a few TikToks up now. Um, mostly uh, they are about the podcast that I have. So if you've been listening to the podcast, you know, you probably know most of it, but um, I do post a lot of topics about the podcast up there and then have links to the podcast here. So check that out too. But anyway, hopefully you guys are having a good night having a good weekend. I wish you nothing but the best and uh, positivity, light and love. Um, hopefully you guys are following your hobbies and your goals and your dreams. And as always, uh, take care of yourself spiritually, mentally, physically. And continue to question the universe around you. Until next time, guys, take care and Lockdown Universe out.